0: today discover god's principles for how you can live a life of financial prosperity even in times of economic crisis on jewish voice
1: welcome and welcome to jewish voice a program to help you to understand the jewish roots of your christian faith bible prophecy and world events surrounding israel my guest today has solid economic principles that he says can safeguard your family's financial well-being even if America continues to spiral downward into an ever-deepening financial crisis. Principles that are all based on the Bible. Here to explain these principles for financial success is Pastor Chad Hovind. (laughs) Chad, welcome. Thank you. Great to have you with us. Welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm really glad to have you and I'm thrilled at the report of what God is doing through you and your wife. 4,500 people now attending your church in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's very exciting, It's awesome, very it's awesome. And you're bringing some really relevant messages. One of them, which is what I want to talk about today, is Godonomics. What is Godonomics?
2: Well, Godonomics is the idea that capitalism is not just a good idea, it's actually God's idea. And the, it's built on these building blocks that God gave to Moses as the folks were coming out of Israel. It teaches you about hard work. It teaches you about respecting other people. Teaches you about how to teach your kids not a sense of entitlement, but how to have a good work ethic. Tell us about why Christians should have a very strong skepticism toward organized power. You know, the book of Revelation doesn't end well with centralized power when governments come in, take away your property, and take away your rights. So it's a way in which, even in the early time in our country, you see Governor Bradford tried communism, for example, with a group of zealot Puritans. and It was an utter disaster. He wrote in his journal, don't try this at home. We're trained professionals. And I always say, if a group of zealot Puritans can't make communism work, Washington
1: DC is not going to make it work, if you know what I mean. I agree with you. Uh, do, Do you find, when you say capitalism, is, is, is biblical, that it's controversial?
2: Capitalism is the free exchange of privately held goods and services. Socialism is government control of property and industry. I mean, think about Hitler was the National Socialist Party. We still have Christians today who think socialism is something God might endorse, and yet all through history, 90 to 120 million people have been killed through socialism.
1: Yeah. Well, as I mentioned today, it's a counterfeit. It's a counterfeit for a true theocracy. It is, uh, which other, we can't reproduce. Yes, socialism
2: God. always comes to you sounding like uh, Jimmy Stewart from It's a Wonderful Life. You know, you want the moon, Mary? You want the moon? We'll throw a lasso around it. We'll pull down here. Little moonbeams will come over our eyeballs. And it always ends like Monty Python. You know, bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. And so what happens is, it lures you in with the the promise of security. At the end of the day, it ends up in tyranny. And the Bible warns against that over and over again.
1: Let me dig right into what I think people watching are really concerned about. We have been in an economic downturn, in a spiral down. Sure. Many believe that we're about to experience an economic collapse. And people are asking, how can I make it through? How can I survive financially? and you have some principles that God has showed you that we can apply to our lives to make it through, not only make it through, but be prosperous in the midst of an economic downturn. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah.
2: Well, Godonomics leads to liberty, productivity, and generosity, and these principles used to be called common sense. There actually used to be such a thing. Uh, These are principles you could get from your grandparents, you could get from your parents, but they're right out of the scripture. For example, act your own wage. If we would just act our own wage, we would suddenly not have the mountain of debt that's causing problems in our marriage and, with, and stress. We need to produce more than we spend. That's two things. One, spend less than you make, but also find extra ways to create income to produce more than you have. Create an emergency fund. The, the bottom line is the Bible says we live in a fallen world. We should Uh-oh, not be surprised. He's being
1: practical. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the Bible it's more says, than just prayer here. Yeah,
2: in this world you're going to have tribulations, so cars are going to break down. We are surprised when the fiery trial comes upon us, when, when we have emergency funds, when we're not enslaved to debt. As things get worse, those who have a strong work ethic, those who stand out because they're passionate at the workplace, are gonna be the ones that are most needed to be hired in companies. And we probably have four to 500 CEOs to go to our church. And I'm telling you, they're looking for passionate people, and in a time of recession, those who have talents and skills are more valuable than ever. Good point,
1: great point. What, practical steps. You talk a little bit about biblical yeah. steps to budgeting. Give us a little.
2: Well, I'd start off by saying everybody has a budget. I mean, budget's like a bad word. You know, Oh, my goodness, there's a budget. But everyone has a budget. Just look at your checkbook. That's your budget. A budget tells you where your money's going to go. And so you want to have a vision for your money. Tell your money where to go. And money should be two things it should be fun and it should be fuel. Money should actually be fun. Think of that that, uh, passage in Deuteronomy that says, when God blesses you, when God enlarges your borders, if you can't make it to temple, use your money and have a party, celebrate, enjoy the fruits of your labor. And that is so true. When you create a budget and you aim it toward your priorities and God's priorities, it can be a real blessing. It also should be fuel. I mean, think about 1 Timothy. Uh, You should be able to provide for your own family or you're worse than an unbeliever, provide for your own needs. Two, it should be fuel for giving for those who are hurting, for those who are uh, you know, struggling. It's a chance for you to be used by God to be His hands and His feet right here and right now. So it's powerful how God can use you, and when you're all strapped up in debt, God may bring an opportunity to you that you can't engage in. When we were going through Godonomics at our church years ago, Beth and I got really uh, challenged by God that we should adopt. We met a 17-year-old girl. She had just walked or cried her way out of an abortion clinic and we said you know what um, we had a i think eight-year-old and ten-year-old at the time we were really close to empty nest we could see it we could taste it we could smell it and we said do we want to restart you know with babies and diapers and god said you know, put your money where your mouth is and take the money and the savings and so we adopted quinn we found out that he's incurably blind we found out he has autism uh, we, he's been in our home now for four years he's been an incredible blessing and God used the decisions we made to
1: be ready when opportunity came to bless others. Pastor Chad, that is awesome. As a 53-year-old father of a 2-year-old, that's hard for me to comprehend, empty nester. But yeah. um, great practical principles. Now, you address in Godonomics what you do if you make a profit. Yeah. Very practical. Talk about that. Yeah, well, if you make a
2: profit, again, it can be back to that fuel and fun again. You know, what I love is my dad was a public school teacher, for example. And so he made maybe five, $6,000 coming out his first year. And he said, you know what? Um, when you start with the strengths of saying, I'm not going to go into debt, if you start with those restraints, that's not limiting. That's actually liberating. Because then you start saying, okay, I'm not going to go into debt, but, you know, I still would like a three-wheeler. So we would buy three of those. We'd find a cheap one. We'd learn how to fix it. That would take us to the library. We'd find those kind of things. Uh, We had uh, swimming pools, but we bought the one and learned how to patch it up ourselves. My dad built our house and had it totally paid off by the time he was 30. I mean, just amazing what you can do when you start with creativity. When you profit, you say, how am I going to use these profits to use the three Ps? Percentage giving. I want to give a percentage away directly to God, the first fruits." Priorities, how do I give to God's priorities? That includes family, that includes the orphan, that includes the widow, that includes the Jewish people, and then progressive. Each year, my wife and I sit down and say, how can we be progressively more generous? And when you use your
1: profits in that way, God honors that, He really does. I have to say this is awesome because this goes beyond just, we 'll just claim God's promises and spend beyond your means and don't give faithfully, and we expect it to work. But there are principles yeah that we need to follow. You said something before I want, to, I want to go back and highlight, saving money.
2: Yeah, well, you know, all through the Bible it says the wise man has treasure and he has oil in his dwelling. In fact, the rich man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. That's nothing you do with your profits. You have a chance to bless your children's children with inheritance. Now think about our nation today. Our nation is not leaving reserves to our grandchildren. We're leaving receipts. It's totally immoral what we're doing. It is. And yet in Proverbs 31 is where I got the idea for Godonomics. It says it introduces us to an entrepreneur. It says she considers a field. Why? Because all economics begin with production. Then it says she discerned her merchandise was good. Why? Because in an entrepreneurial business environment, you have to put the needs of your customer ahead of your own. Because if the price and quality aren't right, they're not going to engage. And then wait for this. The next part of the verse in the New King James says, she profits as if it's a good thing. It says, give her the fruit of her labor. And it says she takes those savings, those profits, invests in another vineyard producing more jobs. It says she worked day and night, had a great work ethic. It also says there that she extended her hand to the poor and the needy. And that's godonomics. You produce, you profit, you save, you invest, and you give and all
1: uh, to the glory of God. Fantastic. We've got to take a break. When we come back, Chad will continue to talk about the foundational principles in Scripture that create a blueprint for financial success. These are principles that you need to hear, so don't
0: leave. Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the Gospel. The good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah. To the Jew first, and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the opportunity to share God's love through the good news of Yeshua. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help a remote tribe known as the Gafat, descendants of one of the lost tribes of Israel. Our volunteer medical professionals will be providing medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge, to thousands of men, women, and children, many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of $40 or more, we will send you Pastor Chad Hovind's book, Godonomics, How to Save Our Country, and protect your wallet through biblical principles of finance. In this brilliant book, you'll discover God's solution to America's economic crisis, solid biblical principles for you to achieve financial success, even if the United States continues to fall into a deepening financial crisis, and how to actually prosper in the midst of economic downturn and upheaval. In addition, we also want to send you an inspiring message by Rabbi Jonathan Burness titled, The Expanding Kingdom. This uplifting teaching on CD with accompanying mini book will show you God's plan for economic success. His desire is expansion in every area of your life. Jonathan will show you how this important biblical principle works to bring you into God's blessing in every area of your life. And as an additional bonus, we'll also give you a one-year subscription to our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This is a bi-monthly magazine that focuses on some really important topics pertaining to Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith. Please call, click, or write now, and please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people, and you'll receive these ministry resources that will bless and inspire you. And they will also be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love to people around the globe. Thank you.
1: My guest today is the lead pastor of Horizon Community Church in Cincinnati, Ohio, Pastor Chad Hovind. And he's about to break down the biblical blueprint for achieving financial success, a plan that he says will work even if America continues to fall into a deepening financial crisis chad you did a teaching a number of years ago the lord really led you to prepare for your church and now you've turned it into a book god how to save our country and protect your wealth through biblical principles of finance Mm -hmm. and what i have found so interesting in in Mm -hmm. the first segment is how practical your advice is it's not just praying and then and then your spending is out of control, right. but following biblical principles mm-hmm. that are clearly laid out in the scripture if we have eyes to see. You talk in your book about God's principles for spending money. Yeah. Really, really important. Can you talk a little bit about Yeah. It? Well,
2: the wise man sees danger coming, the proverb says, but the fool keeps going and suffers for it. So, you know, another proverb is that the dog returns to his vomit, so the fool returns to his folly. Many of us don't know where our money goes. We just get to the end of the month, and we go, wow, where'd it go? And we engage in in magical thinking. God bless me, even though I make bad decisions. So I recommend three stages. Look inward, look backward, and look forward. You can have the best financial plan in the world, but if you don't deal with your inner idols, you are never going to get freedom. I call it the wabbit behind your habit. Remember Elmer Fudd? He'd always go, "Uh, uh-uh, wabbit hunting. There's always a wabbit under the surface. And if you don't deal with your wabbit, you're not going to change your habit. As long as you have status, performance, appearance, or money as your inner god, you're never going to make decisions that are better because you're going to keep spending because I like how I feel in these clothes. Even though I can't afford them, I'm going to keep spending that way. When God is your inner wabbit...
1: And then people try to pray their way out of this.
2: I say that in the book. People try and pray their way out of things they behave their way into. That's exactly what they do. Well stated. So look inward, then look backward. You need to get a program or look at your checkbook. Figure out where your money's going. Look backward, look at those patterns, and then make some changes. And then look forward. I love how Habakkuk says it, write the vision down so that people can run with it. That's what a budget is, it's a
1: vision for how you want your priorities and your spending to match God's priorities. Folks, this is so important, I hope you're listening. I noticed on the book, you have an endorsement right on the front from Governor Mike Huckabee, a good friend, he says, a truly brilliant breakdown of what the Bible says about the economy, both corporately, our country, and how to protect your wealth. Let me talk about what's happening in our country. The Bible gives consequences for turning to the government rather than God for security. This is really important because of what I see happening with our government now more than ever. Well,
2: let's start with philosophy. I mean, Christians believe that individuals last forever somewhere and that states are temporal. They only last a few hundred, at best a few thousand years. So the role of the state is to protect individual rights. That is a Christian worldview. God's not a donkey, God's not an elephant, but He is a lion and He roars these timeless principles. And God warns us against a large government, First Samuel. Hey, we want a king-sized government like the other nations. God says, forewarn them. He'll take what is yours, property rights, and make it his. If you circle that 12 times in First Samuel 8, it says he'll tax you to death. He'll take a 10% of your oil, 10% of your grain. It's all right there. Think about move forward, Rehoboam. Rehoboam comes, the divided kingdom. Jehoboam says, come, lighten the load. Stop the government spending. Stop the tyranny. He turns to his advisors and they say, Hey, you tell them, my little is bigger than my dad's inner thigh, no way. And the whole back half of the Old Testament is the divided kingdom because of coercive government. The Bible warns it over and over again. Ahab kills off, um, because Jezebel said, hey, if you want the property, take it from him. Elijah confronts him and says, that is not right. So over and over again, Christians, whether they, wherever they're on the political spectrum, should clearly
1: have a very uh, healthy skepticism toward organized power. I love what Margaret Thatcher said. She said the problem with socialism is you eventually run out of other other people's people's money. Money. It's so true. Let's address employers that are watching. If you're an employer, I want you to listen to this. What principle does God set forth for those who manage or employ people? Yeah, I'd start by saying that entrepreneurship is God's
2: idea. You look all through the Bible how God celebrates the entrepreneur. Think of Boaz. Boaz literally saved Bethlehem during a time of famine. He's a great wealthy landowner. He pays people well. He respects people. He he practices the gleaning principle to give out percentages. A Christian should combine the fair market value and the golden rule. What's the fair value to pay my employees plus the golden rule? If I was employing me at that age with that experience, how would I pay someone? I think these two principles, the fair market value, which is moral, plus the golden rule. And then, of course, James tells us you should pay people fairly, which is, again, this combination of free market and golden rule, as well as pay them timely. Because though you may have reserves, you may have employees who don't have a lot of reserves, and they are counting on that paycheck. So whenever possible, don't fraud them, don't cheat
1: them, and pay them in a timely way. I hope you that are listening understand God blesses these principles. They're Mm -hmm. from his word. And if you follow them, you will have success. At the end of Chad's book, he gives seven steps to attain financial security for you and your family, even if America is in a financial tailspin. To learn these steps, you're going to have to get a copy of Godonomics, how to save our country and protect your wallet through biblical principles of finance. Chad, quickly, we just have a little time left. Share one of those principles with us. Let's take a Christian view of work. Now, it used to
2: be the word vocation came from the Latin word vocar, which meant a calling, which means that you are called by God. And what you do Monday through Friday is just as spiritual Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I love that idea that God is loving other people through your work. You are wearing the very mask of God. And so whatever you do in word or deed, it can all be done to the glory of God. All of a sudden, what you do in your business life Monday through Friday is just as spiritual to God, and infuses all
1: of life with meaning. That's fantastic. Thanks for thank you so much for Thanks such for great me. principles. I really encourage you to get this book. It can change your life. It can it can set you in a new direction that God will bless. We'll be right back.
0: Jewish voices dedicated to proclaiming the gospel. The good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the opportunity to share God's love through the good news of Yeshua. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help a remote tribe known as the Gafat, descendants of one of the lost tribes of Israel. Our volunteer medical professionals will be providing medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge, to thousands of men, women, and children, many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of $40 or more, we will send you Pastor Chad Hoven's book, Godonomics, How to Save Our Country and Protect Your Wallet Through Biblical Principles of Finance. In this brilliant book, you'll discover God's solution to America's economic crisis, solid biblical principles for you to achieve financial success even if the United States continues to fall into a deepening financial crisis and how to actually prosper in the midst of economic downturn and upheaval. In addition, we also want to send you an inspiring message by Rabbi Jonathan Burness titled, The Expanding Kingdom. This uplifting teaching on CD with accompanying mini book will show you God's plan for economic success. His desire is expansion in every area of your life. Jonathan will show you how this important biblical principle works to bring you into God's blessing in every area of your life. And as an additional bonus, we'll also give you a one-year subscription to our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This is a bi-monthly magazine that focuses on some really important topics pertaining to Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith. Please call, click, or write now. And please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people, and you'll receive these ministry resources that will bless and inspire you. And they will also be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love to people around the globe. Thank you.
1: Since 2010, we've been providing free medical clinics in Manipur, India, to the Bene Menashe, the Children of Menashe, possibly one of the Lost Ten Tribes. We've taken medical volunteers, dentists, uh, eye care professionals, prayer volunteers, and anyone who wants to give of their time to help this poverty-stricken Jewish community. Here's a closer look at who these people are and why they're so desperately
3: in need of our help. Jewish Voice sent out over 30 medical professionals, support staff, and prayer volunteers to reach this lost tribe of Israel, lost to the world, but not to God. In our short time there, and with your help, Jewish Voice was able to reach more than 6,400 people with medical help, and with the good news of Yeshua, Jesus their Messiah. It's
2: amazing to see how God can bring people all over from our diverse country on one trip to minister to people we don't know at our own expenses at times, time away from our family, but I don't think twice about it. There are so many things I can make symptomatically better, but I can't cure, I can't fix. So it was nice to help direct them to the one who could.
3: While the Lord was using these dedicated doctors and nurses to bring physical healing to the people, He was also revealing himself as the great redeemer of the whole house of Israel. While the prayer room is voluntary to those who come for aid, it remains the busiest room in the clinic. Our prayer volunteers pray for the sick, stand with the burden, share the good news of the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua, to these wonderful people, and no one leaves untouched i feel that this is taking part in prophecy and i feel so blessed to be a part of it um, that we can be a part of living in prophecy that the times that we are living in are so special because god is recalling his people back to himself and that not only spiritually but physically as well that he's calling the people jewish people tribes from all over the world back to israel but at the same time calling them spiritually back to himself and that's where we come in when we can share the good news of Yeshua with them and share that he has come as reigning king in their hearts, that they can receive that now as well as go back to Israel and that we can be a part in sharing that with them.
0: A lot of people ask me why I do this. They say it's crazy when you could be in your comfortable bed, but I I couldn't not do it. When you see the people's faces, when you've you've ministered to somebody or pulled a tooth that saved a life, or, or when you're at the exit gate and the little ladies come up and hug you and they're so blessed. You know, I can't not come. I'm compelled to come. If you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're a dentist, if you're an eye specialist, I, there's, the need is so great. So please consider coming. We would love to have you.
1: We would love to have you join us on our next medical outreach. To volunteer, you can email us at outreach at jvmi.org. Again, that's outreach at jvmi.org. I sure hope you'll come. We'll be right back.
0: Come with us to the land flowing with milk and honey. Jonathan Bernis and his family want to extend a personal invitation to you to join them in Israel in 2014 december 5th through december 15th for the jewish voice 2014 israel tour you'll experience a land filled with rich history and culture as you walk where yeshua walked and watch the bible come to life you'll visit jerusalem and the site of the ancient temple the sea of galilee nazareth and the garden tomb plus the mount of beatitudes the dead sea and the mount of olives in addition to many more amazing sites While in the Holy Land, Jonathan Burness will also give you the opportunity to rededicate your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee. And he'll lead you in Biblical teachings at historic locations you've read about in the Bible. Visit our website www.JewishVoice.org or call 800-299-YESHUA right now for more information. And make plans to come with us to Israel. Since
1: 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, eye care, dental care, all completely free of charge, but most importantly, We share the gospel with them, and it's because of your faithful support that we have been able to make a difference in the lives of thousands. As our way of saying thank you, I'd like to send you Pastor Chad Hovind's uh, newest book, Godonomics, How to Save Our Country and Protect Your Wallet Through Biblical Principles of Finance. This book will give you God's biblical plan for achieving financial success not only for yourself but also for this nation it's incredibly practical it can change your life in addition I also want to send you a teaching called the expanding kingdom how to unleash God's abundance in your daily life in this teaching from Matthew chapter 13 I reveal a biblical principle that you can apply to your life to experience financial fruitfulness and abundance this is a teaching that i know can help you especially if you're facing financial difficulties as an additional bonus when you order these products i also want to send you a one-year subscription to our jewish voice today magazine this is a bi-monthly magazine about some extremely important topics pertaining to israel bible prophecy and the jewish roots of your faith it's a great resource and i want to get it into your hands and remember if you help us today Not only will you receive these great materials but your gift will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the entire world. Hey, by the way, we are on Facebook now. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice and just check friend. Well our time's up once again but before I leave, I want to remind you, and I do this on every program. You, 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 we need people to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Israel needs you. And the good news is that as you pray faithfully for Israel, the Bible says they shall prosper that love thee. So pray this week for Israel. Till next week, this is Jonathan Berners saying shalom and God bless you.
3: Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.